You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Okay, first, since I'm going to edit this out and put it as the bumper of the first part of the podcast... If you have not seen Black Panther and you care about spoilers, go spoiler, see it. First spoiler, off. spoilery, spoilery, spoiler, spoilers, and see it. Go see it. Spoiler. Go now spoiler. to the nearest theater. Nearest. There's so much tenor in this room. Spoiler. A lot of potential spoilers. We are going to break down Black Panther. We'll talk about it all. We are going to break down Black Panther. You're also going to get here right next. You're going to hear our immediate before expectations and our immediate post reactions because we had a vocal fry outing to see Black Panther less than 24 hours ago. These people sound like they were excited to record a, 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 a immediate reactions. They weren't. I had to say, let's do this. And they all went, That is very uh, accurate. It was But tired. it's for you people. Uh, like tired. I said, normal late. people, I'm here for you. Anyway, and so now we're going to take a brief moment just to say one last time. Spoilery, spoilery, spoilery. So many spoilers. Stop, stop, stop. I hope you're eating fried chicken while you're listening to this because I'm having fried and chicken so while talking about it. And so if you've not stopped so listening at this point... Mm-hmm. Hold on. Are we going? We're going? We're good. Okay, everybody. Okay, Expectations. Vocal fry expectations. Vocal fry expectations. I have none. I have heard nothing about this movie. Phoebe has none. Yeah, I don't really know anything about Marvel, but it looks super good. Good. And the, sound, and the soundtrack good. sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. What you think, Sarah? Uh-huh. Sarah, I just Sarah you, you and I are much Sarah? deeper into the MCU. Sarah, so. I, I really am. It's hard to say. I just kind of expect greatness. Okay, I expect two things. I expect the soul stone to be at the center of the vibranium <laughs> meteor. Oh, I also, a lot of words you just said. I also... I got the first part. It's almost like the science, science, science feeling. <laughs> yes, I just, I just started talking about formats. Um, also, I, I think that in the in the one of the post-credit scenes, we'll get a Captain America scene. Gosh, I hope Whoa. so. I was about to say, I'm fully expecting Are a Captain expecting? America scene. Oh, is this what we're thinking? We might get a little bit of, like, Bucky Barnes? Yes, but like, I'm thinking we'll get a Captain America. He's made it America. all America, the way We're removing the Bucky. Winter Soldier out of Bucky yes. Barnes. Yes, yes that is my... All right, hello, hello, hello. Uh, we just finished seeing the Black Panther, and uh, we're just gonna give a soundbite. What'd you think of the movie, Perna? Um, well, I thought the visuals were amazing. So beautiful. Visuals were uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Pretty. It really was. You no, know, like, it really was. I was like, that was my first thought. I was like, I mean, I know this isn't like the main point of this movie, but it's so beautiful. Yeah, the visuals were <laughs> oh gosh, incredible. Look at that line. Yeah. Yeah, the lines were definitely long. Ooh, I'm so glad we went to the seven o'clock. Theater was definitely pumped up. It was so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. Leah, do you have any thoughts? Um, I can't. I can't say the rest of my thoughts. I feel like without if I say anything, being explicit be like... of how much I liked it. Okay. She really, really liked it. <laughs> I love his new Please. suit. I yeah. love Ooh. the introduction of nanotech uh-huh. because we're gonna see Tony Stark nanotech in Infinity War. So he got that, which from makes Wakanda, me think though. he got it from Wakanda, which is great. So that means that they're gonna hook up prior to Infinity War. Yeah. So I mean, that, I was hoping maybe for a post-credit scene with Tony Stark, but uh, that's okay. Oh, yeah. That's cool too. 
Yeah. Well, and, Wait, it, you just gave it away. Oh, there was well, a spoiler. But we'll, uh, well, we're gonna put this as a super there's, spoiler. There's gonna, podcast. there's gonna be, yeah, there's, there's gonna, gonna be, be a, a super spoiler bumper. Yes, yes. Um, I still need to process all of the ideological stuff about this movie because I really was thinking a lot and yeah, honestly, I, I cried I a lot sleep. more in this movie than I thought. About that. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say this: they saved all their coolest, most amazingly creative technological who's a what's its ideas for this movie and it definitely felt like one of those movies that no one ever said is this too much and it turned out in the best way possible you know it was like it was awesome i thought i thought it was so good i thought it was a good balance i loved the balance of tradition and technology uh-huh both in the in the style of the movie and also in the in the story itself. The theme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Really wonderful blending of tradition and technology all together. Absolutely. Not. Okay. Wait until really we turn cool this off. Female figures. That's what they were yeah. so. I couldn't awesome. say what I really felt. Right, the Nye Guerrero, right? right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the Passes female the characters. the test for sure. Yes. Oh. So awesome. So awesome. So awesome. Which I'm always a fan of. Yes. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll, you'll hear us immediately, but we'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. We get a scene with Sebastian Stan at the end, having the Winter Soldier assumedly removed from him. Yes! So if you've, not, so if you've not stopped listening, it's your fault. He's wearing a... I like how that's just what you go with. Wearing it's a sarong. Bucky Barnes. And a man bun? Okay, pause. Is anybody okay. else thrown off by that? Now, before, I, really quickly, before man we do bun. Black Panther now, I want to take it just a second, because now we I'll, I'll edit it here, and I'll say, uh, we'll play the things from last night. Oh, yeah. And and I just want to say, as a, as a teaser, we're going to get back to Black Panther, but first, I do want to talk a little voice pedagogy and science. Oh, okay. Because oh. I want <laughs> I want to break down your thoughts on observing the undergrad ped te- class teach yesterday. Mm-hmm. What a day. I'm so glad that yesterday is the day I came. Because, you know, we talked last week. Was it last week we talked about teaching? Like, what happens if a student walks in and they can't match pitch? And I had been thinking about that for a week. Like, how would I approach that? Like, if I had a student who came in and legitimately, like, just didn't make pitches and didn't even know they weren't singing and sure enough in comes this girl who makes no pitches i'm just ignoring it um michael's drawing on an orange i'm sorry guys we have to pause the podcast i don't know why michael is drawing on an shockingly pens don't work are you drawing a face on an orange to eat the face or something They're, they're not for eating i'm putting them out on the i'm putting them all around the lobby it just seems sometimes, okay. Sometimes you wake up and you need to put some oranges. Apparently, we're all gonna wake up and there's the gonna be moldy fruit all around the lobby. No, people are gonna come in and they're gonna be like, "People are gonna eat Oh, them. I'm this having such a happen. crappy Friday, but look, there's oranges and they're smiling at me. But okay. Who's ever had a bad Friday? Anyway, me. Well, anyway, so would you prefer to have like a sharpie? A sharpie would be greatly preferable. Do you have one? Because that's really what I wanted. What a weird day. Sorry. Anyway, back to undergraduate yes. pedagogy yesterday. So, so we, sure we enough, wait, girl... pause. So we've been talking about these things where we've been having basically students from across campus come to undergraduate pedagogy. And yesterday we had a, 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 a young uh, female. She was um, so sweet. Real spunky. So yes, sweet. wonderful. Um, I, I don't know what her major is or what her anything is. but. We should have asked that. But, but she came. 
She did. And um, the grads were actually sitting and observing the undergrads work with her yesterday. So anyway, now back to what Sarah was saying. Yeah. Well, sure enough, girl, girl could not sing tune in a bucket. I mean, like Michaela or a person is sitting there going, ah, and the girl. Uh, and it was like yeah, she was wasn't even changing like pitch. It was like she was changing the vowel and thought she was changing pitch. Yeah, it was like. Uh, uh, she would move up a little bit. Not much. It would. Not much. Regardless, I'm saying that I'm like, well, shoot. But then, gosh darn it! If if Michaela didn't do it, well, she sits there, and I mean, she she just she just vocalized this girl. She didn't say anything. She moved her up the scale. She moved her down the scale. She changed the exercise. She, she changed the exercise. She was so and you and never sunny. would have guessed if you had just been watching her that like this girl was doing nothing, nothing at all. I mean, it was just the same thing over and over. And then I feel like we really saw a change when Michaela started doing sirens with her, and just something yeah. clicked. Yep. Something clicked with this girl, and all of a sudden. She was singing, like, actual pitches. She was doing the exercises. I'm like, was she always perfectly on pitch? No, but, like, she was singing different pitches. There was one point where she started singing a fifth below the exercise. Before she started matching pitch, it was like all of a sudden, yeah. It was all of a sudden, it was was like these open, weird, open intervals happening. Because she's listening to ancient Latin music. Yeah, we asked her what what kind of music music she listened to. to. And, of course, first she's like, well, classical ancient latin music and i'm like and panic at the disco and then it was panic at the disco (laughs) so we're like panic and ancient latin but she was so sweet first of all what is ancient latin music it means means she had it means she's listening it means she has an album an album of gregorian chant because i definitely have an album of gregorian chant and that's definitely i think this girl might have been michael yeah that was was kind of horrifying it's really weird (laughs) it was like michael's female doppelganger it was actually very strange and all of a sudden like we found out she had throwing stars and that made it okay no we got to talk about that no what was amazing though was all right so one one of the undergraduate pet students they said they said okay it's like this she was doing an exercise with her and she said okay you're gonna sing these notes, and every note you're gonna like imagine you're throwing a ninja star. She okay? wanted something physical to go with it. Yeah. And so, and so afterwards, what was amazing? She was like, "What?" Well, uh, like after the girl had left, they were decompressing, and what she said, she said, "Well, I just took one look at this girl, and I just, I knew I she knew. had ninja stars." Well, and she goes, "And I'm, I knew she's never played." Well, the funny thing was, after she said it to the girl, she's like, "Oh, I do have. I have three in my bag right now." We right. Were, it's like we what? were all sort of like. Which Wait, there's two what? thoughts that go with that. One. Why are you carrying around lethal weapons? Yeah, I think actually that's the only thought. Never mind, like, <laughs> why do you own? Because, like, whatever. People own weapons. I mean, Sometimes I, I own weapons. A my boyfriend. In my backpack. A yeah, wooden anyway, sword. Right. Do you know what you can't do with a wooden store- sword? Stab, Stab anyone? Me. Yeah, okay. But that's just it's a talk for another day. <laughs> right. So, anyway, but so now having observed. The class, only in their third week of having live guinea pigs come in, what was your reaction to the, the value of this exercise? I thought it was great. It was, it was helpful, even just sitting there, because I was sitting there like as they were working with them, thinking, what would I be doing? What do I think they should do next? And it was interesting to see, like, would they do what I would do? If they did, did it work? You know, just to see the different approaches. and. Yes, yeah. that is what that was, that was my takeaway yesterday about this was um so I, I've been a middle school teacher before uh, middle school choir teacher you were a high school teacher as well I was a high school teacher as well and so I was a high school teacher for two years and then that second year I also taught uh, middle school choir in addition to high school choir 
And so because of this, I know all about people who can't match pitch. And so I have all of these great strategies. Um, I think they're great strategies. They work. <laughs> they work um, for getting kids to match pitch. And so when this girl came in, couldn't match pitch, I was like, and she started doing it. I, I immediately went to your strategies. My strategies. And so, but I just, you know, and I was, this was a real lesson for me in the difference between something that is good and like something that's good versus something that's bad, as opposed to something that's good versus something that I just wouldn't do. Because I was so impressed, the girl who was up there working with her, like, the girl wasn't matching pitch. She was like, okay, let's just keep going. And she kept going. And part of my brain was going, no, you have to stop and fix it right now. And there's ways that we can do that quickly. That Because the girl had said she'd been in choir before, so I know that there's ways to access that. But um, <clears throat> she just kept going, and it just magically got better. Like, not just, I mean, because of what the, because of what the teacher was doing, it got better. And I was like, but it was just so different because it was basically just keep swimming and well, access and if some I may, new sounds. Not only did the student, the, the, the guinea pig, the, the, the volunteer, yeah. um, not only did she start matching pitch. She's making some great she sounds. Some she great. actually started making some quite miraculously impressive large <laughs> sounds. Miraculously impressive is the word. You know, and the more I think about it, as far as her taking so long, just doing the one exercise, I feel like psychologically that was like a really great strategy. Helpful. Whether or not she was thinking it, because if she had done it and immediately tried to fix it, what would have like been in that girl's mind that girl, is, oh, everything I was is going bad. Wrong. Right. I can't sing. Right. But because she let her do it for so long, I mean, that girl didn't know she wasn't matching pitch. It showed great patience out of the t- the, the young female who was teaching. I think uh, it made her uh, comfortable, like, like, oh, okay, I'm doing this. Obviously, I must be doing something okay, whether or not she was, whatever. Yes, I was, I was. And, and then even the second uh, undergraduate teacher who got up. Yeah. The second teacher who got up, I was pleased with her work with her I then as well. Like she connected with her. Really yeah, I felt well. like her teaching demeanor was She did a great job of like recognizing probably the type of personality, the type of person that this girl was, and reaching out to her in a way that like put her at ease, made her comfortable, made her feel like, oh, this girl could be friends with me. Or and something. teacher demeanor for some people can be very difficult to develop. Yeah. But I was with with the two who taught yesterday. I was. so... Super impressed. Oh, shit. I could have pictured e- either of if them. If they like... were teaching non-majors at a, uh, like, a- as an adjunct professor somewhere, like, I... You would have believed it. I would have yeah. been like, yeah, I would have been like, okay. Fine. Or certainly as a graduate assistant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was... I was impressed. Yeah, it would have been the kind of thing that you would have totally trusted them at the master's... To be master's students. Teaching non-majors. Teaching non-majors. Or freshman music lessons, ed majors or something. Was, freshman BAs or something. It was a great experience. Yeah, I, no. I was really glad that yesterday was the one I was able to come I was to. really glad you all came and observed. It would have been even more informative had you also observed the first one of these that we did. Oh, I can but imagine. There would have been, but I'm glad we didn't, and I'm glad it was three rounds in because there would have been so much pressure on the undergraduates well, they, at that they point. They said, like, we a, showed up, a, a, and they were like, oh, I'm so nervous. And I'm like, I don't know why you are. I mean, we, we haven't... We've We're done this as much to... as you have. Like, I've never taught a... Well, I have taught a non-major, but, like... Speaking of which, it also turned into a thing where I did have the first girl who couldn't match pitch. Or, no, maybe it was the second girl we worked with. I don't remember now, but 
I did have an email from her asking about a graduate student to teach her voice lessons and how much you all charge. She should put. Well, I don't so, know how much I charge, so but I, 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 as a, as a, as a politically correct first step, I ask her if she would prefer to study with a woman or a man. So that's, that's nice. not trying to disadvantage you, Michael, out of a student. No, I understand that completely. So I just, I wanted her to be at least, you know, feel comfortable saying, no, I would really prefer to study with a woman. Okay. Yeah. So let's set you up with a woman and then we yeah. can go from there. Yeah. You should send them, you should send, the next time this happens, you should send the email that says, would you like to study with a woman or a man or does it matter? That's what it did say. Oh, okay, uh, great. I hey. said, I said, would you prefer studying with a female or do you not have a preference? That's what I said. That's, That's a nice way of putting it. It really yes. gives them the option of yes. anything. Well, I thought about that when we started this, and you said you had such an overwhelming response. Like, it would be great if there was a way for students on campus <coughs> who were not music majors to easily sign up to take voice lessons, either for, like, one credit, zero credit, emphasis maybe on the zero credit, and, oh, like, if so they could cute. be put with a grad assistant. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know how hard that is. Policy-wise, it is difficult because of our GA setup here. I'll explain it to you off the podcast. Okay. Anyway. It's it, 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 not that it's not something that the chair and I have not been in discussions and negotiations about. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Cool. Um, where was I? So anyway, so that was it. Was a really great day. It started out really great with undergraduate pedagogy exercises, and it only got better with one little dip. As as a little thirty second sidebar, we're not going to live here at all. But I, we all before we went to the movie as an entire podcast outing. And by the way, it was everybody who's been on the podcast. It was Phoebe, Leah, Michael, Sarah, and myself. Yeah, we had a very strange dinner experience last night. I just. Thought it was so. We had weird. been looking forward to five. We guys. were all planning on going to a certain restaurant named Five Guys or Cinco Hombres. Um, no one calls it, it no Cinco one Hombres calls except the, Michael. Five guys. And, and if you and if Five Guys would like to sponsor the MC Vocal Fry podcast, please. You can just send us French free fries. gift cards or fine. All I want are French fries. Anyway, I was all prepared to order my burger so with everything and no bun. And basically eat it like a salad. And then horribly, and then horribly, the five guys near the movie theater where we were going was shut down. And well, we then didn't think it was just remodeled. Don't we went on to this restaurant that I sort of don't want to put on the podcast their name again because we had. A, I thought I, I will never Very go back. Very strange. To the, I will never go back to that restaurant. I'll probably go back at some point. Maybe. I mean, it's not convenient for me as far as Mexican restaurants go. It was but just. I, their food. It, 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 we went to a, we went to what experience. you would refer to as an upscale Mexican restaurant. It was odd. Uh, it was very say. strange. Here. We had a strange waiter, and it was just strange. Okay, but we have to bring this up because I'm a waiter at a much less upscale Mexican restaurant, and I would like to say this is I think what happened. We came in. We wanted to sit outside. And it um, really threw them. And we came in early. We came in early. It was like exactly 5 o'clock. And so they didn't <laughs> yeah. have the wait staff yet who was assigned outside, and I totally get that. And so we were like, no, no, it's fine. We'll sit inside. But from that moment... Everything got weird. Yeah. Because, And I think it was because I get the impression that perhaps people who go to this restaurant expect to get their way. That's the thing. I think and they thought we were going to throw a fit. And they thought we were going to throw a fit. Because I'm sure they've had it happen before. Right. And so they kept coming over trying to 
to placate us. Or just check on us and make sure we were okay. But it's like, but it just came across even even more weird. Even to the extent that halfway through our meal, the manager asked if we wanted to move outside. Outside. We're like, no, dude. And we're like, we're we're so good now. No, we're like halfway through eating, so no. (laughs) But I mean... I, th- and I imagine maybe part of it was that, like, maybe he wasn't there when we got there. Even to the point that two waiters thought we were their table. It was yeah. very it was, strange. Everything it about weird. it was weird. Anyway. It was an odd experience. Enough about that. Enough about that weirdness. Anyway, so we then we went on, and last night was the Black Panther premiere worldwide. Uh, and so here we are, and again we're back at our super spoily part of this spoilery yeah. part of this so podcast. So if you've been listening, Spoilers. and I sort of don't even know where to begin because there's so many where different directions we could take with this conversation. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to start? Do you want to start? Let's start surfacey. Okay, very surface. Easily the most visually exciting Marvel movie in years. No, I thought Thor was almost its equal. Or Doctor uh, Strange. Ragnarok. Are we forgetting Doctor Strange is pretty Strange? great, yeah. but I'm just saying I thought, I, but, the, I thought the, the, the visuals say, here were exceptional. Here's what I'll say. Where we've been now with the last like four movies, so like going back to Strange, going through Guardians 2, yeah. Thor Ragnarok, and now this... Marvel like Stepping effects and visuals and game. color schemes and those color schemes in the ancestor realm were incredible. Incredible. Yeah. Also, I think that it was clearly an illusion that whole idea of the ancestor realm. I would bet that we'll find out that that is even capable to exist because of the Soul Stone. Okay, now, but we did. Did we see a soul stone? Okay, I'd like to also admit nope. we did not see an infinity stone in this in this movie. So, but to give you sort of refreshing. To give you credit, we'll give him credit. We we said that Michael can predict the future. Apparently, Doctor Perna can halfway predict the future because he's like, I feel like we're gonna get a Lion King scene in this. I was like, we're gonna get father. a Simba Mufasa. J.K. Scene. The entire movie was the Lion King. Like I was sitting there and I was like. It is the Lion King. This it is sort of was a remake of the Lion King. The Lion King. Look inside yourself, Simba. <laughs> you are my son and the one true king. <laughs> Except in this case, Simba actually calls out Mufasa. Like, yes. you yeah. know, we have we have Claw. I feel like his name. I mean, yeah. I feel like his name should have been Scar. Is a fun little reference. I know that he wasn't the Scar character. I was gonna say, but Scar wasn't Claw. Scar was his cousin. I know, but as a nice little just illusion. Okay. So yes, visually Someone incredible. I mean, and okay. So our thoughts over. Let's let's start here. Wakanda. <laughs> How about thoughts on Wakanda? I thought it was an excellently. I love it. Excellently fleshed out nation. Well, and it's so realistic. Like if you were a nation that had you know gotten this great boon and had 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 developed these great technologies out of it and all this stuff way before the rest of the world yeah and you're thinking oh i have to protect it i could totally see a nation being like yeah we need to just hide it and then even as time goes by and they're like should we reach out they're like no no we have to keep it to ourselves and protect it it's so much more important like i don't know it was just if there was going to be a technologically advanced country in africa hiding from us i figured that's the way it would happen I'll say this. I my one. I don't want to be Debbie Downer here because honestly, it was so great. But I am concerned. I, I do. I guess I would like more clarification about how large or small Wakanda really is. Because we saw that one city around the mountain, 
And then we saw these little surrounding kind of tribal area, like more. Like, I think the mountain just surrounds the create the the, the, the crater that the meteor created. That makes uh-huh. sense. But the so city for those around- of you who were not really quite sure, or maybe have seen the movie, but you're not quite as big a Marvel buffs, whatever. Wakanda basically exists because a giant vibranium meteor. They saw the prologue. Okay, all right. Which may or may not contain the soul stone. I'm just going to keep cons- saying it until it happens. But I'm You're just, just going to keep saying it. But like, I'm just make saying, is real? that one city and the few surrounding little areas? Is that the entirety of Wakanda? I think so. Okay, that's fine. But I just you say little know. surrounding areas, but think of. I'm terrible at these names. The gorilla guy. Yeah, when they had name? to go up into the mountains. all the way into the mountains, but Baku? also they. It seemed like name? they walked there. It they does. probably it, did it, but it, it looked like they it walked It looks like there. they walked there, but, I mean, he has a flipping army. Like, obviously, each of these tribes right. has, like, a, large a substantial enough army number right. that, that there would even be five tribal leaders says a lot. Right. Yeah. Yes. So, I think it, like, it's Could probably not huge, but a decent size. At least size. the size of Maine. Let's and remember that Africa is much bigger than the United States. Just yes. from an actual very practical standpoint. The US isn't the biggest in real life. Land mass in the world. If ever what? you if ever you'd like to be confused, horrified and shocked, shocked and then subsequently woke, uh, go go type in um um like different I don't there's, there's a different map. I don't know what you would type in, but there's a there's a more accurate map that you can go look and see that Africa is actually enormous and that because of the Mercator proje- projection map, the, the map that we currently use, the, like, the one you have in your brain of what the United States and what the world looks like, it made Africa smaller, it made South America smaller, and it made Europe and the United States huge. What Guess makes who designed Greenland this map? Flipping huge. Mean people. And made Greenland huge too. But, yes. Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> um, so that, that sort of, from here, here well, before we leave Wakanda, and I'm going to eventually push us in this direction with this conversation. I like what they did introducing a civilization on Earth that's beyond where the Avengers tech is. Oh, yeah. I mean, they obviously can do more than Tony. And they clearly have also set up the basic construct that Wakanda is now the capital of the world. Essentially. In the MCU. So, in other words, I even think from a larger MCU perspective, you basically just saw Phase 4 set up on Earth. Yeah. Does that make sense? This is where this is where the MCU... Um, goes celestial. Yeah. It goes and, into... Yeah. And Wakanda will be the 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 central the hub of center. Earth, rather than Avengers Tower and New York City. Right. This is where the yeah. this is where the Avengers and the Marvel Universe really jets off into what I refer to as future world, like like alternate yeah. future. Because yes. like up to this point, they have our technology. It's basically. Our world. Yes, Captain America was literally fighting Nazis in right. World War it's II. It's our world plus some fancy stuff. Right. You know, but now it's just, because here's the cool thing about Wakanda is that it seems like the average person has much greater access to technology than than, than half of the Avengers. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 I mean, right. because if you give Hawkeye things. one of those energy shields, he's he's, he's, he's upgraded he's big set. time. Right. And so I mean, it's yeah. just so interesting. Um, 
that concept because even the idea of the Wakandan outreach where they're like we're, we're gonna share some of our tech and it's like they land their fancy plane right there it's it's clear that their their desire on some level is we're going to help the average person not we are going like we're not the Avengers we are yeah exactly well and they're not selling their technology yeah. to the highest bidder it's we're giving this to the average man we're giving this even more so not even to the average but to the struggling, the oppressed, the least. The least. Yeah. Right. Which was wonderful as well. Because in a way, there is a certain... And Michael, I think you've even talked about this in regards to Star Wars. But a lot of these superhero movies, there is sort of an elitism to these sort of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, of, of a sort of a higher class of citizen almost. Right. We're super people and you all are the peasants. You know, but... we've talked about that with Jedi and right. and, and Sith. Um and Wakanda clearly is tech for the people. Yeah. We still we still good? Yeah. Okay. Um, which which I liked and I clearly again I just I clearly thought that the idea of setting up Wakanda as this taking them to the United Nations at the end and setting them up as this like basically we're going to fix the world. Yeah. Well, and I thought it you was, didn't realize that you we could fix the world. We're gonna fix we're gonna, the world. Yeah. We can show you how you we can, can actually help humanity grow. Yeah. When, Which Tony Stark has honestly not done. not really done. No, he stopped making weapons. Okay, great. And then he threw the Stark Expo. And he made the arc reactor. Okay, so we have power technology. But basically, he Tony Stark is interested in Tony Stark. Tony Stark right now, well, I even think more so he's becoming his father. Yeah. He's oh. interested in defending the earth. Yeah. Not America. Yeah. Which, you know, defending the earth, that's important. You know, and it's so important. that's right, but it's interesting, defense as opposed but it's to still defense as opposed, as opposed to, to aid. Humanitarian well, yeah, I think aid. That that's because he's getting older. Because uh, because you look at right. young Tony right. from Iron Man, and he starts talking about how do I help people? Right, and hence the arc <coughs> reactor, and right. now all of a sudden we're you know trying to right. create arc reactor technology. As, as a po- and then and so you look at, um, gosh, what is her name? Um, the Panther sister. Um, oh, yes, gosh, the sister. I, I had all the. Hers is the one name that I could. The general is Okoye, and sure. by the way, that actress. Is unbelievable. Her name is Shuri. Okay. Shuri. I might be That's saying right. that wrong, but who, as I understand it, not the actress. You're talking about the role. The role. Yeah. Because that's not. I was gonna say that's, that's her name it. is Letitia Wright. Right. But her role is Shuri. You're welcome, people. And Lupita is phenomenal, also. Yeah. Oh, all of these. Phenomenal. Ooh. All of these women. Okay. Let's let's talk about that in a second. But the idea here is that the young is that you look at you look at Shori, you look at his sister, and she's reminds me a little bit like a young Tony Stark in the sense that she's kind of irreverent. She's like super, just kind of like she's like I don't know. She she knows she's fancy, and then she's like, now look at this cool new toy that I made. People are never gonna have to worry about this thing ever again. And yeah. so, for those of you just not to, uh, just to bring you into this, for those of you who have not maybe invested again in the Marvel universe as much, if you're sort of in a, you know, the dumb thing that all of us nerds kind of do with ranking who's the most powerful or who's this or who's that, who's she the fastest, is. basically, Shuri is. The smartest, smartest person on earth. 100%. Even over Bruce Banner or Stephen Strange or Tony Stark. Yeah. 
That's basically that's basically where they they it's they, where they take it. They take her. While we're still on technology, I thought it was just really nice to see how the movie handled the idea of an advanced technological society because I think so often in movies, books, whatever, we see something where, oh, well, when you get too much technology, it's bad and it destroys books and it destroys and it's, culture. And it's and it's cold and intellectual. Okay, so let's we, go we to that villainized. point. Let's, let's go there next. I, and I said this in the car last night on the way home. Maybe I even said it on the immediate reaction. But the, I loved the blending of tradition and culture, traditional sort of their own Wakandan culture, yeah, which with, which basically looks like a, a a type of African culture in real an life. African, yeah, semi nomadic tribe. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised to see if they'd like research sort of that. agrarian, you know, nomadic yeah. whatever yeah. culture, blending a lot of <coughs> of that with the tech of the vib- the vibranium. Yeah, gorilla. just to show that like. You can have that just because you have technology. It's not like we're technology. leaving behind Africa. Yes. I'd, yeah, go ahead. Oh, just you don't have to lose who you are in order yeah. to grow. Well, well that's the thing that Tony Stark has dealt with in the yeah. in the Iron Man films well, or even in Civil War yeah. is that he's sort of lost himself. Yeah. Well, and honestly... It sounds like he needs black people. On a similar note, it's kind of... I think part of what you're talking about, Sarah, and what you're seeing, at least what I'm thinking, when I think about a very technologically advanced intellectual yeah. place what you I believe what that is you're you're seeing I believe that that's a reflection of enlightenment ideals which I would say are very much a western european idea yeah. and so I'm actually very impressed that with a technologically advanced civilization marvel did not go let's go that direction because honestly that's a very white european idea and so instead they yeah. went what would it look like on the African continent right. if African people who didn't uh, become obsessed with enlightenment ideals or slaves? Yeah. Or slaves. <laughs> Think about yeah. it. You know? They didn't create slavery. We did that. Well, I mean, I'm sure they had slavery on some form, but we're the ones that went nuts with it. Yeah, well, that's true. And, and just as a, as a base standpoint with that statement, because there, there was a whole lot of, of social kind of issues that are presented in the film... And yeah. at no moment did they feel preachy. It felt Not like at all. or expletive, it right? Was so, exploitive. It was so subtle exploitative. and well done. Exploitative. Explo- exploitative. Exploitative. Ex- ex- exploitative. You get what we're saying. It, yes. What I said to you last night, I think, is still. It, I think I still stand by it that they just chose to participate in the conversation as it was, as yeah. opposed to. We're going to make a message. Yeah, it wasn't no. like they were smacking me around with it. But it, and, and even just again, and, and I guess just because I try to relate now, because of what Marvel has done and what Kevin Feige and, 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 and you know, Robert Downey Jr. And, and all these guys at Marvel have tried to do, because it is all one universe. I do love the idea, though, that here, and even in the comics, Black Panther is sort of presented as, in a way, the end-all, be-all of moral high ground. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I love that this character who so is about sort of not just truth and justice like Captain America, but honestly this sort of greater ideal as he developed into in this movie, you know, moving away from... Uh, Civil War, I'm so angry, Black Panther. Not only that, but moving away from 
Wakanda for Wakanda. Let's take let's make let's Wakanda make the great world again. A better let's world. make the world a better yeah. world. He manages to take his ideals and still like protect his people, be political, be realistic. And what's interesting about again and that just with the journey of that character is it's also again, this is going back for those of you who aren't as well aware of the comic universe or whatever. Black Panther is also the richest human on Earth. I'm sure. Yeah. Because of the vibranium yeah. meteor. Well, he, he bought, he's like, yeah, I bought that building and that building and that building. And I'm like, okay. That's cool. I was ready for him to say, I bought Oakland. Right, right. I was ready for him to be like, I bought it. I own California now. It's not a big deal. I let Tony keep Fresno. Oh, my gosh. But really. So, but let's, really. let's talk... Um, Let's talk about fight scenes. I thought they were so Whoa, cool. I know that we're going back to you, but the fight, the fight oh scene in the gosh. casino was so that that going into the car chase. I was gonna and, say the car chase. I know chase. we saw some of the car chase in the previews, it was but so seeing that on the big screen, Whoa. I loved the concept. I thought it was brilliant of the the remote the car, remote, the yes. remote car device, the, or the remote vehicle device, because they clearly just threw one on the plane and they're like, "All right, there you go." Oh, a hundred percent. I Ooh. love. The car chase so scene was epic. great, and I love the development of his suit yes, to be to absorb the, the kinetic energy and then oh, repel yeah. it. Oh yeah! Ooh. I mean, that's an incredible addition for Black Panther because oh, yeah. it basically, in a way, makes him impervious. Right. Because I mean, even and now imagine just from a practical standpoint, and again, this is me just sort of wishing fanfic wishing. Imagine you know where that gets us. Imagine Thanos hitting him with the Infinity Gauntlet. Could it absorb that much? Because there were times or when does it just where it would get overloaded. Say, or does it just over- overloaded. short out the suit? Yeah. yeah. I'll say this. I'll say this. On that note, Marvel, props to Marvel for um, for clearly showing the limitations of yes. that power and not making it he's invincible he's, now. Right. Because yeah. they, showed the over, they showed the places where it was short-circuited and they also showed very clearly by the end of the, at the end of the movie that this is how you can get around this. You turn, you yeah, make the, the vibranium not, yeah, the sonic things. thing makes the vibranium not be able to vibranium yeah. and then it, you know. He's not invincible. <clears throat> Although, like, oh, it made me so nervous because, like, in that last battle when, like, they keep hitting what's-his-face, the bad guy, when they... Michael th- Jordan. Whoever he was, whatever yeah, his Michael name. B. Jordan. Well, as they Warmonger, were hitting him, I was like, no, stop, you're charging him up. He's going to, like, annihilate you. Oh, it got me. Killmonger. That's also, what they it me. made me very, and I don't want to direct us away from this movie, but it also made me super excited for Captain America to have that new shield designed by Shuri. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because maybe it will do the same what's thing. What's it going to do? Because oh that's gonna be that would make sense if it could like absorb the energy, especially from the one it on takes. each hand. Yeah. Is he gonna have one on each hand? Apparently. Did I miss that? Yeah. That seems that. kind of excessive. Because when you see <laughs> right. him running in the scene, he's got the wings on each hand. Ah, okay. That like two halves of a shield? No, no. Two whole we shields. We see this in the in the, in the Super Bowl trailer. <clears throat> you see the shield. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he has that extension of of whatever on both arms. Oh. Huh. Okay. okay. Also, Black Panther and Captain America fighting together. It's going to be epic. That's going to be pretty epic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, epic. yeah, yeah, yeah. I also thought it was interesting how Marvel made it clear to us that, like, Black Panther is at least the last Black Panther to be have superhuman strength, agility, 
Whatever. Not necessarily. They could find more purple. They could find more purple herbs. Yeah, I mean the, the meteor somewhere. created Maybe. the meteor created them in the first place. So the meteor's still there. The meteor is still there. It but hasn't. Been... But they could definitely go that direction. It's definitely. It's an option. Yeah, they've kind of made it so they've made him more of a rarity and kept. Yeah. And yeah, people can break in and just eat these eat the whenever. Fa- right, because. Then it would be, well, why didn't you feed that to Captain America and everybody else? I think Captain America already had some. But you I was going to say, well, like, is, well here's the other thing that I think they'll tie in. Remember that Howard Stark had been to Wakanda. Yeah. Oh, I didn't so think did Howard that. Is that Stark actually a engineer? Did he engineer the super soldier chemistry from the Wakandan oh, flower? Correct. That. that would make now so much you, sense. Now you're on so, to it. So now, now you're on to it. And so, okay, so to kind of shift a little bit. Um, if those of you who have not seen the Captain America movies, uh, Why you? I'm not sure where you've been. I, I just, okay. What's wrong with you? If you don't know who Howard Stark is, you probably should go back and watch some more Marvel movies, I yes. guess. The, you should watch Iron Man. Yeah. The first one. And the first... You may have been an actual child at the time. <laughs> but it's okay. I was too. Anyway. I, I, oh, okay. yeah, I was a kid. I want to tread these waters carefully, but they're important as we shift the conversation in this direction. Because um, we've talked about how Tony Stark has kind of been the picture of the most intelligent and the richest, but that's clearly... Not anymore, Banner is actually the smartest. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's these pictures, symbols of power. Okay. Yes. And then here's here's T'Challa and Shuri, and that you know it's Shuri, like, Shuri. dang. Okay. All right. And and then even the idea that Howard Stark got the got the flat like maybe if he did, per, if that, if he if, did if but did. okay well we mi- know he got the vibranium from wakanda at minimum yeah. we'll say it's this. not like he invented captain america's shield right yeah. at minimum we'll say this um that <clears throat> that captain america's powers which we think are single like a new thing on the earth actually and pretty much yeah. the same thing has been happening in wakanda for hundreds of years all right, thousands, thousands of years. All right, and and even the idea of like in the original Captain America movie, they say, like when he says this is the shield's vibranium, and they're like, yeah, that's all the vibranium on the earth. You know, that's all there yeah. is. And so this, what I keep coming back to, um, is the line, at, is the line in the first challenge scene. Um, he's under the water, or he's he's getting beat, and his mom or somebody, maybe, maybe it was Nakia, I can't remember, she screams out, show them who you are. And that's the whole point of this movie. There's treasure hidden in people that we don't always see. And it was just like, there's, there's I don't know, it was just so, I don't know how to, I don't know how to say this well, but it was, but just this idea of like, there's just treasure hidden inside of you for hundreds of years. It's just part of the conversation we're having as a nation right now, you know? And so And treasure hidden in, in this case, not just inside of him. But inside of a as nation. a leader. Right. And, and 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 this is a point I also just wanted to bring out is that I also think, and I've been telling you all about this for a long time, I think there was a clear line set up for Black Panther, Panther to be the new, head, be of the the new head of the yeah. Avengers. Absolutely. I, I don't think that. that's disputable after yeah, this movie. Yeah. Well, because he's basically going to be the head of the, of the world. world. Well, and as far as Wakanda, Wakanda whatever, I, I can't say words, being the, the capital of the world, the, it makes sense you're saying not the Avengers <coughs> Tower. Well, no, the Avengers Tower is now obvious, is totally going to be in w- w- 
Wakanda. Y'all, I can't say words. Wakanda. 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 It's gonna be That's there. That's so hard to say. Apparently, it is for me. Does like, any, uh, is anyone curious what happened like to the rest of the vibranium that got stolen? Anyone? That, I thought about that just now. The claw stole. Yeah, in the yeah. In, the, in the prologue. What happened? Because that was a lot of vibranium. We know, no, we no. Uh, I thought that was dealt with in Ultron. That was the vibranium that was talked about in Ultron. Oh. Was it? Yeah, we've already dealt with that. That's that was like a reference to the okay. something in this MCU that's already passed. Guys, I'll be real with okay. you. I don't remember anything from Age of Ultron except it's been a except, while. It's just been Claw a while. was in Ultron. We remember I, that, I remember right? That. Don't act like this is absurd. Yes, he was. Okay, so Ultron finds him because he knows he's got vibranium. Oh my gosh, it's the same guy. That's, Whoa! That's I just need to okay, watch let that me be honest again. with you. Age of Ultron was such a massive disappointment to me personally. I don't know why. I just didn't like it nearly as much as I wanted to. Okay. And so because of that, I don't remember most I of it. I just need to see it. Again. I loved I think it. it might just be I that loved I saw it, it one so time. much because Vision is one of my favorite Marvel characters, I think, and we got Vision in that I movie. I think it's the fact. I think I was a little focused on that. I think I was still trying to figure out where the heck we were going from here. Because up to I was still very much in like, really I was just watching the first Captain America movie over and over and over because it's so good that I was just kind of there and then we're well, Ultron. I think all three Captain America movies are excellent. I think the Winter think Soldier the is the first best. One Winter Soldier is, is incredible. A struggle, bu- struggle busting. Yeah, but, but Winter Soldier two. is the, great. Oh yeah, other two are fan flipping tastic. And and so it i also think one thing that i'm just gonna as just sort of again prognosticating and this could just end up being fanfic and just but just thinking ahead with everything that that it seemed to me like they're setting up with this movie black panther being the richest the wealthiest and basically saving humanity uh his his sister being the you know basically The the, the, the smartest and the new technology guru and basically being able to teach Tony Stark and Bruce Banner things about tech. Yeah. There's also an interesting sort of uh, pseudo-spiritual side that they went to with the vibranium that yeah. will be interesting to me to see how Strange reacts to that. Oh, that's an interesting... The relationship between... Because well, in the comics, <laughs> the relationship between Black Panther and Stephen Strange, they were sort of, in the in the comics, in Infinity War... Opposite. Or, they, or in uh, Civil, Civil War, War, they were sort of the opposite because Black Panther, again, Very moral spirit, high ground, yeah. moral high ground spiritual, Stephen Strange, He's more a different kind of spiritual who Using. believed he was so powerful that he sat out Civil War in the comics. He can control spirituals. It's, it's Correct. A, it's, it's, I'm lord of spiritual and, stuff. And, and, and time. Yeah. Strange and so, seems very much like Machiavelli to me. You you manipulate people, well, you play them, whatever. I don't know. We'll see where that way there where they go with that character yeah. as we see him developed in Infinity yeah. War. But yeah. uh, I, I, so I'm interested to see how that may pan out. But I certainly do think that they are clearly setting up that Black Panther, in my mind, will be the new leader of the Avengers again, which which pr- certainly uh, promotes the idea that we could kill both Tony and Steve. Happily. Happily. Yeah. Um, again, ha- happily I'm just, I'm just going to say it. Chris strength. Evans is done. You don't it's, know. Look. You, Chris you, Evans is done, Sarah. You, know you know, I'm. I, I said this last night. I don't know if it's actually true, but I feel like at the beginning of this podcast, I was the optimist, and you all were the mer 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 people. 
I have fully joined the mur 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 crowd. So negative. And Sarah's the new optimist. That's he might weird. not die. We don't know. You yes, don't we do. Know. The you did it right. No, well, you don't. Here's, don't here's you try let me let me just me add that. this. The further reason I think he's going to die is that we've introduced at the end of this movie in the post credit final post credits yeah. Bucky Barnes. Bucky. And we know that Surrey's been working on Shuri's been working on removing the Winter Soldier from him. Yeah. He's the daughter of Tom Cruise. Sorry, did I say the wrong name again? Surrey's the daughter of Tom Surrey Cruise. Is Shuri is Tom Cruise. Shuri. He's the Wakandan Whoa. princess. And and she's been working to remove the Winter Soldier from him. Which yeah. seems as if it has worked. Oh my gosh, the whole line of... Which, which, just again thinking forward, sets him up... To be new Captain To America. take over the mantle yeah, of Captain America. I, can, I, can I just maybe. love the line. Because Sebastian Stan has four or five more movies on his Marvel okay, contract. Can, more movies? I could see that. Five more additional? movies on his Marvel so like contract. So like uh, Infinity War movies. So as in both Infinity Wars... And I think and three others. Ooh. As in, he has time to be in a Black Panther sequel. Have his own Captain America movie. Or have a development arc as an as I a Captain America reborn kind of movie. I kind of, of hope movie. they just do one Could of those movies. I, I do too. One one a standalone. Is Captain movie. Like one well, yeah, one Captain like Cap Reborn. Yeah, or something one Captain like that. Bucky movie. <laughs> they can't call it that. They cannot call no, it Captain Bucky. <laughs> but then have t- that would be terrible. <laughs> Bucky America. Neither of those words. Not really. Captain Bucky. They can't call it Captain Barnes Captain either. Barnes. No. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, he has to have that cheesy music, like John Philip Sousa playing <laughs> in the back. The music, basically, that's in the first Captain America movie when he's, like, touring. Yes. Yeah, that yes. music. Okay. Also, I'm ready for him to be set up with an arm like Claw's. They clearly set that up, oh, right? Oh, that would be cool. Bucky's missing an arm. Missing Claw arm. has a gun. I don't think they'll give him a can. I think they'll give him a better arm. He, I'm, I'm better than Claw's. It was, yeah. it was hijacked. But, I yeah. mean, what's she going to give him? I don't know. We should... Okay, so we said we were going to come back to this, and we're about to run out of time, and I think we need to talk Strong about female these characters. women. Yes. Yes. We have left it. We only have... Eight minutes. Five, five minutes, minutes to talk about how awesome the we women in this movie late. were. I know, but we both have lessons. Oh, oh The right. struggle. It's not like I can just go over. Next week is Nats. <laughs> I need to go through this music. These women, though. These women. Incredible. Oh, my goodness. So it wasn't even that you just got one strong female character because I think so you often we we praise a movie because we get one, one. strong female character. Ha ha. And here was the interesting thing. Not psychotically trained like Natasha. Nope. They were strong. They were strong, thoughtful, not tested women. upon like Wanda. Wanda. No. They were whole people. They were whole people. They grew up you had an being army strong of women. and valued. Yes. Yeah. And it, really a wonderful treatment of and, those characters. And in a multi- yes. in multitude of ways. You had the quiet, beautiful strength of the Queen Mother. Yes. yes. You had the feisty, youthful intelligence of Shuri. of Shuri. And then you had, what was her N- name again? Nakia. Nakia, who is a spy and amazing. Well, and she's this idealist and romantic of like... And, like she, and clearly Black Panther's intellectual equal. Yeah. Well, and she wasn't yes. going to settle. She was like, look... 
I can't, like, I love you, but I'm not going to marry you if it means that I can't be me, be what me, yeah, do what really I know I was made to do. He had, because she, because the thing at the end was, was like, literally, was, was, I know a way that you can still fulfill your calling and, and be, be with, with me. me. I have, but it was his job to figure that he out. He had to make it work. It she wasn't was like, her I'm not going to settle. And, and again, the, the strength of the acting prowess of Denai Gurira, who played Okoye. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And how... Just and I, 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 again, I, I, I don't watch The Walking Dead. I'm sure she's magnificent in that, that, but it sort of makes me want to go back and watch The Walking Dead. Well, and so often, so awesome. I think even with our strong female characters, we see them... We see love as, like, the ultimate ideal. And, like, I'm all for that. I I love love. But we see them, like, we love oh, love. well, love overcomes mm-hmm. all. Or, oh, like, you have to give things up for love. Not these women. The men were the ones that had to back down. Yeah. And the women said, no, you have to make a choice. It was, cool. I mean, the, the, like the, the strength. But, but also, again, even that, even that, which in a way is a social construct statement. And I just want to say this about everything about this movie. None of it felt preachy to me. Right. It really and, didn't. And and none of it felt outside well, of the what the basic story well, that should. And what been I told. was gonna say was that it didn't ever. Even though this movie had a lot of female, strong female characters, never did it feel like our goal is to make a movie about strong With female strong characters. Female characters. No. Because, because it was like Black it Panther. was because it was like this. It was like He's this. A dude. I've seen movies that they go. Here's your token strong female character, and her job is to reject love, actually. Yeah. Whereas sure. Nakia was totally allowed. Yeah. Nakia was totally allowed to be, in some regards, the closest thing we have to a traditional female character who's in oh, yeah. love, and 100%. that she's still allowed to be that, and, and they're still allowed him. to be beautiful, but you it's be, not. And you, she they did. were allowed to be complex. They were characters. allowed to be whole yeah. people rather than <laughs> even like I'm just saying, even in the move to, even in the push to have really strong female characters, we can still tokenize them and make it just oh, yeah. as weird. She, she did pick love. I mean, when it came down to Crazy New King... But they didn't I all have to. Fallen. Yeah. Really? I loved it that you had these two women, Okoye and Nakia, who picked different things. Okoye was like, no, my responsibility is to, to the throne. throne. My love and is she is throne. like, my responsibility is, is to him. It was... Mm-hmm. It's so I just, it, got it was really wonderful. There were so many great things. So many great Let's things. Let's do takeaways. I want to go last. I don't even know. Go see this movie so I can talk to more people about it. Uh, I think my takeaway was it was a great joy to have a full vocal fry thing. Uh, Also, for those of you listening today to this podcast, and I literally mean the day you're hearing it, hopefully next Friday, tonight on our Facebook feed, on Facebook Live, roughly around 8.30 p.m., MC Vocal Fry, Vocal Fry, Fry, Vocal Fry will be giving a presentation for the Mississippi State National Association of Teachers of Singing Conference on voice technology, and so we hope you'll all log on to Facebook Live and check out our Facebook Live presentation right here from JPW, where we'll be talking about Voce Vista, we'll be talking about Mata, we'll be talking about the EGG, and we'll be talking about the Phonatory Aerodynamic System. So we're really super psyched about it. Also, I'm having a meeting today to hopefully get the last of our IRB yes. stuff worked out and some resubmitted so that actually we can run our laryngeal manipulation studies still this academic year. As Michael said in December, the study is reborn this day. Um, hopefully that will still be true. Okay, All right, Michael. Michael, go ahead. Yes, Hit and, us my, up. and my takeaway is this. When the, when the credits rolled on that movie, a whole bunch of people got up to leave. Dummies. 
But this is what he, and this is what my takeaway is. It's because they're not Marvel fans. They came because that movie mattered to them. That's which all. which was wonderful seeing that actually in a lot of ways. Yeah, because yeah. it was very clear that I would say about 50% of the theater was people who were not typical Marvel fans, meaning they got up and they left. They it meant that they, they came to see that know. movie because it was of personal importance to them. Right, and rather rather than some of us who literally were going because Marvel, Marvel movies matter Marvel. to us. They went which is also okay. Both things are okay is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh-huh. it was just nice to see both. It was nice That's to see both. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. It was. It was. It was. I. I have a. I have a sneaky yes. suspicion this is going to be the highest-grossing Marvel movie of all I time. Perhaps going into Infinity War. I think it will. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Woo. So Woo. anyway, all right. Peace out, everybody. Bye.